Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. And, uh, you know, when it comes to online dating issues, a lot of people have complaints about online dating. We were talking a little bit about it yesterday, but... uh, I've got online dating issues people complain about most while in therapy. They're sharing these things with their therapists. So these are some deep-rooted issues they have with online dating. (laughs) They might have needed therapy after online dating. Well, it looks like it. (laughs) So being on dating apps feels like a part-time job, they say to the therapist. You got so much work trying to find the right person to match up with, and they say it's just stressful, and it takes up a lot of your time, so you have a part-time job to your real job, finding the right person for you. That's incredible. They're complaining <laughs> about something that has been made a thousand times easier yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, used to, you had to get ready, go out, go to a place, stand around, buy drinks for people who didn't want to talk to you, and hope you might <laughs> meet someone that night that you get to talk to. Yeah, but I do feel like the online dating world has just changed dating in general. Like, no one takes it seriously anymore. Everyone's just trying to, you know play each other and all that kind of stuff. That's the way it was before. It was just even harder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Online dating issues people complain about most in therapy. All right. Um, The first date feels like an interview, and no one lives up to their uh, profile, Tori, what you were just talking about. But that's the same as real life before. A common complaint among singles is the experience of online dating feels fake, and when a match does make it past the preliminary and the messaging phase, they meet up and they uh, have a huge letdown. They meet up and like, oh, this person is nothing like they said they were. Yeah, you can't be catfished in real life. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you, you can, expect though. someone and then you meet them and you're like, I don't even see them here. And they're right in front of you. Blind dates, <laughs> you get catfished all the time as far as not literally that. But like you would meet someone and they were nothing like what your friend told you they were. Yeah, but you know what? How many blind dates did you go on in your dating career? I didn't. I had like maybe one, two, maybe. Where it's like your cousin's like, oh, you go to meet Julie. She's, oh, y'all be perfect. You had a blind date with your cousin? That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. No, my cousin <laughs> set me up with a blind date. <laughs> but even so, even in real life, you get someone, you go out with them, and you start to realize this person is nothing like I thought from when I met them or whenever I was told about them. It's like, it's still, it's, and it still feels like an interview on the first date. It doesn't matter whether it's on, 
online dating or if it was just because you went on a first date with someone, it still felt like a job interview. But at, at one point, though, when it, there was an online dating, you kind of interviewed the person at the place you met them. That's how you knew more about them at that point. No, not yeah. necessarily. Sometimes oh. you're in a bar, it's loud, you dance with them, and you're like, hey, let's go out sometime. Oh, and okay. then you go out and you're like, oh my God, this person's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a good dancer. <laughs> online dating issues people complain most about to their therapist uh, we started chatting, and then there was just this silence. So it's online rejection. Back in the day, romantic rejections from strangers was mostly restricted to, like, the place you met them, um, where singles congregated. But today's singles, they say, hey, have to deal with the one-two punch of rejection in person and then on apps as well because... The person's not swiping. Why am I? Why is no one swiping on my profile? So they're getting rejected at the, physically at a place and also online. It sounds like these people that are complaining are losers. I mean, they're not getting swiped on. Tough luck, man. In real world, no one's paying you attention. Not at the club. If you're not getting swiped on, just go grab a, a picture off the internet, throw it up there. <laughs> no. Go ahead and start catfishing people if you're not getting I mean, swiped on. But, but, Tom, the title of this is this is what they're talking to their therapist about. So, but yeah. It but, was, I mean, it's like, it's okay. Deep. These are deep feelings. Uh, my complaint is I don't think that the things they're complaining about are not any harder because it's online. Okay. They're just losers. <laughs> wow. Yes. And you know what? And someone listening to this is going, they were identifying with everything I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel you. I understand that, Hawk. I understand that. Oh. And then, Tom, you said to go, well, you just like dogpile it and say, let's dogpile this loser. Well, their therapist should have told them that. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the therapists, they ease off at the beginning because they don't want to just like go in and crush them right off the bat. You ever wonder how many therapists are like, I need a drink after that yeah, one. I know. Or how many therapists go to their therapist when they <laughs> leave a session. Or how many therapists thank us for creating so many customers for them. There you go. <laughs> Online dating issues people complain about most to their therapists. These kind of, uh, there's two of them, but they're similar. I'm totally out of decent matches, so you have a chance to put the preferences into your online dating and your radius of where you're going to be dating these people. You went through your whole city. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> or neighborhood, or just how far, you know, because you can put the radius out. Well, hopefully yeah. you went farther than your neighborhood. You <laughs> could have done that walking around. Just keep it on your street. <laughs> yeah. You're hoping somebody breaks up here <laughs> on my street, and we might can date. Well, you know, I say that because Tom broke up with a girl because she lived in Easley, and it was only like 20 minutes away. Yeah. Back in the dating That was days. a long drive, man. Especially <laughs> when you have to drive there to pick her up to come back to Greenville to enjoy a night out. I know, right? <laughs> and then there's, take her back to there. There's stuff to do in Easley. Yeah, I lived in Easley, uh, so yeah. I can talk. There are more yeah. things to do now, but... Well, we didn't. I mean, you can bowl or roller, roller skate. Watch a movie. <laughs> go <Yeah>. to Tipsy Taco. <laughs> she didn't want to stay in Powdersville. She wanted to go to Greenville. And then they say matching with the wrong type person. Well, then you didn't do a good job, they did said, you? It can be head-scratching to go on a first date after first date after first date and not matching up with the right person. Uh, and if that happens a lot, it may not be that person. It's you. <laughs> it's not them. It's you. Yeah. Why do I keep attracting the wrong people? <laughs> I wonder. Well, Tom can tell you exactly. You're a loser. I was going to say it nicer than that. I was going to say, you just are too nice. <laughs> You're just not going to finish him first. Okay. Well, no wonder you have to go to therapy. It is because of us. I need it, too. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
We're going to talk about a term that you may have heard before, but you have maybe mistakenly believed in. Beer goggles. Mm -hmm. I always thought beer goggles was true. The theory is that after you've had some beers near the end of the night, that you lower your standards because the alcohol is making people appear more attractive to you than they would if you were sober. I think it is true. I mean, I, I, I found a lot of dates that way. Okay, well, that may be from a different thing, Cato, because they found a different phrase is true, and that's called liquid courage. So alcohol is known for giving you beer goggles and liquid courage. Or liquid stupidity, too. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's that. Hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah. We're not talking about that here. We're going to just focus on dating, and this is what they did. The researchers... So hush, Tori. I'm just telling you this is the topic. It works for dating, too, though. Hey, y'all, watch this. I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to go talk to him. Okay, it works that's in that not situation. liquid stupidity. That's liquid courage. Is it not? But that's no, what you're it's not. Not, not going to talk to someone is not stupid. It's actually smart. It can be. If you get turned down, you feel pretty dumb. I need liquid right now. I do too, Kato. I just need liquid. Forget about everything. Oh All right, so here's how it works. They actually did a test, and they had people look at random photos of people and rate how attractive they are. Then they gave the people some drinks, and it turned out they didn't find anyone any more attractive after they'd had the drinks. But then they asked them this question. How likely would you be to walk up and ask this person for their phone number? The more alcohol they had, the more likely they were to shoot their shot. They were willing, after they had a few drinks, to go up to that hot girl that they wouldn't have asked out before and ask her out. So that may be how it worked for you, Cato, is not beer goggles, but liquid courage. No, because I think I wouldn't have met them had they not been drunk. <laughs> oh, you, think oh you thought they were wearing beer goggles. Yes, they were. I think a lot of us have, uh, you know, I guess in that area, we don't have as much courage in many things that we do, like speaking up in a meeting or maybe being in a classroom and, you know, you want to raise your hand or you have a question and you don't want to ask the teacher and everybody's looking at you. But if that, if you had that, it would take the edge off and you would be more relaxed. You better stay on topic, Hawk. Yes, I think. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, I think we all lack a lot of courage. We're like the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz. It's like you need more courage to go out and make mistakes. But, but, I, but I don't want to do it with alcohol. The, they've actually discovered which type of uh, career is most likely to be good at walking up and asking someone out and not worrying about getting shot down. Yeah, It's a salesperson. Salespeople build up a thick skin to rejection mm -hmm. because they're used to calling someone on the phone, asking them if they want to buy something, and they say no, and they don't get hurt by their feelings as much. Whereas other professions, you're always being told to get something right, not to fail, not to mess up. So you feel bad when you get shot down. You know, going back to The Cowardly Lion and The Wizard of Oz, that movie would be totally different if The, you know, the Cowardly Lion jumped out from behind the bush and it's like, you know, you need courage. And like, oh, here, here's a PBR. And Dorothy would just like pop open a PBR, give it to him. Here's some liquid courage for you. We don't even have to see the wizard. <laughs> You'll be seeing him either way. Like, Put a little bit of drink. Up. Put him up. <laughs> she wouldn't care to get back to Kansas at that point. <laughs> That's just partying on. It's like, who needs, who needs Kansas anymore? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about dating, Hawk. Huh? I'm sorry. Well, the, um, <laughs> the, that, that, that might have led to a date at the Wizard of Oz door. Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion. That tornado didn't even happen for real.
girl. She was just drunk. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, hallucinating. That's kind of how it was. <laughs> I oh, think we're drunk today. I wish. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so. they basically <laughs> felt like that if you're drinking at a bar at night, you're more likely to ask the hot girl out, not the ugly girl, because you don't change whether you think someone's attractive or not, but you do change your guts to go up and ask them. I don't know if I agree. I don't I think mean, I do either. Yeah, yeah, I'd go talk to these people that did the study. That, it, that If there's the ugly one left in the bar and you're there, <laughs> you're, you've got no choice. It's well, like, okay. Honestly, I think getting rejected on the dating scene, that is, it's character building is what it is. is it? Yeah, all your friends are there. You know, they see it happen. <laughs> it builds character. You need some rejection in your life. <laughs> I've told you about the time my friends and I went out in Orlando and we had a contest to see who could get shot down the yeah, most. Yeah, sure, that's a great and game. And I, I won. <laughs> but, um, but they all cheered and clapped when you made that walk of shame. And so it suddenly became something that was rewarded instead of something that was made fun of. And it did take the edge off. <laughs> that's just yeah. in that situation. But I will say <laughs> that in college, I was at a frat party at Vanderbilt University and I was like kissing this girl who was not the best looking girl I ever kissed. And my buddies were like, hey, we're leaving. You can stay here. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going with you guys. So the beer goggles were not in effect for me. Why would you be kissing someone... Had beer like, goggles on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, okay, uh, this has been an unusual conversation. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, we talk about hair a lot here on the Hawk and Tom Show. I think it's a, an issue that a lot of girls love talking about. Like, you know, Cindy gets a haircut down the hall and's like, hey, let's go talk to Cindy and tell her how great her hair looks. Is that true, Tori? Um, I don't remember the powwow version of it, but yeah, you want to compliment people when they look good. And when you don't recognize that she's had her hair Boy, cut. ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> I got my hair cut two days ago. No one said anything. Hmm. Not even your wife? She did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. why we didn't want to comment. I've got things your hairdressers wish you would stop doing when you come in to get your hair done. Oh, thank you. I need to make an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a lot of fun, too. So first thing is bringing in an unrealistic photo. Like, you got this picture, you want your hair to look like this, you bring it in, and they're like, nah, I can't do that. To be fair, I remember you would go into a hairdresser, and they would have a book of photos, and you would pick out the style you wanted, and they're the ones who started this unrealistic expectation thing. And the new version is Pinterest. I will take mine in, and my hairdresser will go, girl, those are extensions, that's not real. They say unless you have the similar face shape and features of that person <laughs> and coloring, and don't expect the exact look as that picture you're bringing in. Yeah, she told me, she goes, Cato, your your hair won't do that. I said, oh, I ain't worried about the hair. I want to look like that. <laughs> I want my face to look yeah, like that, I want too. that skinny body. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these are some things the hairdressers wish you would stop doing, making an appointment for something completely different. So... Let's say you're going in, you need a little regrowth tint, won't take too long, and then she's like, oh, no, you're, you're going to have to get a complete color correction here. There's something going on with your hair. A regrowth tint. I have no idea what that means. Never heard of it. Okay, I guess they just want a tint, like a oh. bit of Get it. your roots done? Uh, yeah, I guess. basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not do the whole correction of your color. Why didn't you say get your roots did then? Okay, I'll do that next time. Well, and that's because it takes longer, and she's got an appointment coming in right after you. 
I mean, my girl, she's back to back, bam, bam, bam. She knows when she's washing right. one. Yeah. That's why they she, made that appointment, because they were like, we don't have time for the other. Oh, well, then I'll just get this instead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Things your hairdresser wish you'd stop doing. They say, showing up late for the appointment with a coffee in your hand. Now, oh. it's totally okay if you are on time and you have a coffee, you know, from Starbucks or wherever. Now, what if I bring her one, too? Okay, well, I would do that if you're running late. <laughs> that might help the issue. You might even want to call her and say, I'm going to be a little bit late. Do you want anything from, yeah. you know? Uh, I'll get you a coffee and a cake pop. Yeah. <laughs> but they say nothing is more irritating than someone showing up late, having some kind of, uh, you know, look, looking casual. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I just had to get me a coffee. Yeah, you wouldn't have been late had you not gotten your coffee. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> you called yourself out why you're late. Right. Uh, you want to just keep that coffee in the car or slurp it down real quick before you walk in with your hairdresser. All right, things <laughs> you wish the uh, hairdressers wish you'd stop doing. They say um, they hate when people say they want bangs, but they still want to be able to put their hair up as well. It's like, you know, make it realistic requests. Like, I want bangs, but I want to also be able to put it up. Well, what I mean, kind of bangs? That? I mean, if you want curtain bangs, they can be long enough to be put up. But if you want the blunt bangs, then they're not going to be usually long enough. The looks in the room right okay. now. <laughs> curtain bangs. <laughs> Sounds interesting. The curtain bangs. They're so cute. Okay. Draw those curtains back. <laughs> All right. Saying you just want a haircut, they say. Tell us a little bit of what you want, your hairstyle, anything, to give us a little bit of direction on how to cut your hair. See, and Susan, love her to death. She always says, well, what are you looking at doing? I'm like, you do it. You're the professional. <laughs> do your thing, yeah. You, tell me, you just cut it the way you, and she's always done a good job. But that's kind of like going to the drive-thru and saying, hey, just get, give me anything, okay? I want to Yeah, you're what, the professional. What, what, get whatever I want. Yeah, you, get, you take these orders all the time at the drive-thru. What do I want? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, kind of That would be funny to go to a drive-thru and say, you order what you would eat, and I'll pay for it. And thank you for that I'm... Torture Tuesday idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoy stop. your loogie burger. I was like, have we done that one or not? <laughs> yeah. Okay, they say taking sneaky pictures for your social media accounts. What's that mean? That means that they know that you are taking the picture. A lot of times they are in the background while you're taking the picture. And they say, at least let them step out of the way so you can post it for your social media accounts. No, I'm always like, get in here, girl. I'm Let's saying, how sneaky can you be posting? I mean, you're taking a picture. Yeah. Okay, well, sneaky may not be the best word, but you are sitting there, you're getting a new hairstyle or new color, you're taking the picture as they're doing it. They just want them to kind of step out of the picture. They don't have to be in the picture. I See, I don't know. I think a lot of them want to be because now, it, I mean, it's an art form. So it that is. if you tag them and people can see what they've done, that's right. free advertising. Uh, but let me uh, go ahead and say this sometimes they don't have their makeup on they're having you know you've seen your hairdresser before come in it's like oh it's a late day it's a hat day for her they're having <laughs> a great butt day yeah maybe a big butt day it's like they don't want to be in that picture i don't think you can have a big butt day i think that's just the life Kato, <laughs> yeah make sure you give them a way out of that but i mean i'm with you i think they'd want to the advertising yeah <laughs> yeah no, I like, usually just take one of just me i can way, see what so. hawk's saying if they're having a bad day they yeah. may not want to be in that picture and you can trust girls with big butts. They cannot lie. <laughs> That's not what that song said. Close enough. <laughs> Finally, these are the things the hairdressers wish you would stop doing. They say showing up with your hair dirty. You got dirty, nasty, matted hair, and they're going to wash it and get it all cleaned up for you. Okay, but I have questions about this. And I, 
if my hair is already washed and you know they're going to wash it again, doesn't that strip the oils? Like, shouldn't you not wash it that You're much? asking the wrong people. Well, I I, 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 yeah, <laughs> they're going to wash it anyway. I, why should I waste my time washing it? Yeah, I'm not going to let it be gross, gross, but it might be the second day since I've washed you it. You know what? It's oh, the gross. same principle yeah. as a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's just for nasty. girls, that's not yes. nasty. That's for guys, it is. That's we can all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the same principle as when the maid's coming over and, you know, you decide to clean the house because you don't want to think about? you're so dirty. I don't get that. Or, you know, you're <laughs> going to take the dog in to have it groomed, and you're like, ah, man, that dog is smelling bad. I'm going to at least give it a bath or <laughs> do something before I take it into the groomer. They think I'm a bad dog owner. Just spray it with some perfume. Huh. That's what I do. Okay. Give them a little spray. So that's the same principle. So you don't want to go in with really nasty, dirty hair. And your dog doesn't like you. Dogs don't want perfume on them. They have super strong noses. It's four dogs. It's doggy perfume. My dog, I've got that blueberry stuff that cost about, you know, $185 a bottle. Holy crap. Yes, but it smells so divine. What is it? And I spray it. You can Google it. It's Amazon. Just I'm going to pass it $185. Yeah. It's, it's not, I, was, I was exaggerating oh. by a couple of dollars. <laughs> it's 183 <laughs> I don't want that either. But he smells like blueberry pies. He doesn't want to smell like blueberry pies, oh. but I want him to smell like blueberry pies. So that way I can, uh, you know, lift him up and hold him and sniff him. Which part? <laughs> Sorry. What do you spray? That's what I imagine, Story. I'm like, that's what they do. So when he meets other dogs, they're like, hey, hey. you been to a cookout? Yes. <laughs> He's my blueberry pie. <laughs> blueberry eye. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 